Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. Okay, this weekend, you ready for this? Ready. 22 million phones will ring on Sunday. Mm-hmm. This is the estimate. Um, let's see. Americans will spend about $31 billion. <laughs> um, this Sunday is the third most... Well, this Sunday will be the third most attended church service. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Okay, I get that. Sure. Mother's Day. Yeah. Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. We love to see it. We love to see people in church, mm-hmm. even if it's the one day your mama can get you to come to church. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. And also the $31 billion is the flowers, the cards, the household items. Right. <laughs> Am I the only mom that doesn't want household items for Mother's Day? I've never understood. Unless I, unless I ask. Right. Unless I've never, I ask. I've never understood <laughs> giving gifts like a uh, toaster or an iron or, oh, don't ever make this mistake, cleaning products. Right. Like, I that appreciate mm. I appreciate any gift I get. Like, I, oh, really right. do, I really do. Thank you for thinking of me. But for real, mm-hmm. like... I can get an air fryer or Mm -hmm. a toaster or a mop or anything any day of the week. But for Mother's Day, can I get some perfume or some flowers or some chocolate or just a card? Just a card is nice. But don't remind me that I have to clean up and all that other and cook. But anyway, (laughs) I digress. Okay. But I really love the estimate of the 22 million phones will ring on Mother's Day. Yes. Give me all the calls. Moms love to hear from their kids. Oh, that's I true. love this so much. But you know, you don't have to only call us on Mother's Day. Oh man, here see Yes, I'm going you know I'm gonna lay I, it on thick. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. So me and my son have I this, only gave birth to you. You could pick up the phone once in a while. All of that. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel no shame about that conversation. None oh, at all. Man. You know, I used to, I couldn't stand when my mm. mom used to do that to me. I was like, why would she lay that guilt trip on me? Mm-hmm. I am my mother's child because mm. I do that to my boys. And me and my son have this thing. My son that's away at college. Um, well, he's by the time this airs, he will be home right. for the summer. But we have this thing that Every Sunday, he has to call home and let us know that he's still alive and breathing and everything is I think okay. I think that's a good rule. Yeah. I really do. Because he, uh, when he left for school and he was living his best life, he felt like we were forgotten. Like we were the people, uh-huh. me and his dad, that only took care of him for mm. 19 years of his life. We just fed him and you know, pay for all the things and made sure that, you know, he was okay. So I don't know what it was about going to school and living his best life that made him forget that we even existed. So we had this rule that once a week, if you could just take a moment, five minutes Mm -hmm. of your time and just say, hey, mom and dad, I'm here. Do you need it? Let us know if you need anything. Sure. So how many times a week do you call your mom? Oh, I speak to my mom at least twice a week. All right, there you go. Yeah. All right, just if, checking. At least, at least. Have yeah. you uh the you know the the whole communication thing goes both ways though. 
right? Oh, I do reach out to him. Oh, yeah. I do reach out Um, to him. But see, when I reach out to him, it's like I'm bothering him. Sure. So so I and I don't and I've been told that I need to land the helicopter. So I put the ball in his court. So it's like, you know what? I know you're busy, so you check in with me. Right. But you know that mama thing. I have that. I have that mom instinct. So if there is a time that I can't wait till Sunday, oh, I will reach out to you. I uh, <laughs> I have a I have a goal in mind here. Asking this question, mm-hmm. right? Have you ever found out something about your mom? That surprised you. Let's say you're having a conversation with a sibling. You have a sister, right? Yes. All right. Let's say you're having a conversation with your sister or a cousin or a relative of some sort, and you find out something about your mom that you never knew before. Has that ever happened? Yes. Well. Oh, my word. And? Yes. So uh, some years back, and I hope my mom does not listen to this podcast. She has been super busy lately and hasn't listened to like the last 10 podcasts. (sighs) And well, that's please don't let this be the week she listens. No, no, no. She's fine. She's very, very busy. (laughs) Matter of fact, she sent me a note. She said it was fine for us to talk about anything. Um, But this isn't Mm. super bad. But I found out (laughs) she used to beat up all the kids. Well, not beat up, I shouldn't say, but discipline. She was like the neighborhood kid that everybody did not mess with. She was like the one. Really? She would but she was like the she was like the smallest. She was the youngest of all of her siblings. Mm-hmm. But she was like the one you didn't mess with. She was like the cool one. She was like the tomboy and she would swing on. We we're from the country, mm-hmm. and she would swing. There was like this, I guess, like watering hole type situation where they would like swing on a vine. Oh yeah, do you know what I mean? They yeah. would swing on this little vine and kind of like fall down in like watering hole. Mm-hmm. Everybody was afraid to do it, and my mom was the first one. Oh my goodness, chickens! Let me show you how <laughs> it's done. Right. My mom was the one to show everybody this is what you do. Cool. She was like that kid. And she was the one that if you were messing with her sisters, oh yeah, she would be like, "Come on, show me which one did it." Yep, that was her. Yep. Now, was she the oldest of the? Of no, her... she was the youngest. She was oh. the baby. <laughs> and I'm like, "Are you kidding, nice. yeah. my mom?" They were like, "Yeah, that was your mom." And she was also the one that was like, if if we came home from school and we told her somebody was messing with us or beating us up she was like don't you ever ever start a fight but don't you dare let come home with a black eye and Mm -hmm. let me find out that you let somebody beat you up first of all you don't hit you tell the teacher Mm -hmm. but if somebody is like abusing you don't you sit there and don't you ever let somebody beat up on you Mm -hmm. i'm like really oh yeah no you better not ever let somebody hit you like that was my mom she was like you always stand up for yourself yeah my mother had somewhat (laughs) similar advice she said don't ever start a fight yes but you have every right to be the one that ends it yeah that was my mom and And i was was like like, okay and i i i took that to heart yeah she and she she did she would tell me she was like don't she was like if somebody hits you the first thing you do is go tell the teacher if they hit you again you go for it. I was like, <laughs> what? She was like, tell the teacher first. If you, they uh-huh. hit you, right. you go tell the teacher. That's the first thing you do. But if they hit you after you tell the teacher, you go for it. I was like, ooh. 
Well, I, <laughs> I ask this question mm-hmm. because recently uh, I was visiting my brother, who is 17 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. And while we were, you know, reminiscing and talking, eventually, right, we started talking about mom. I found out some things about my mom I did not know. Yeah. Um, going back, my mom and dad, my father, they got divorced. Yeah. And then remarried. And then divorced again. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, so mom, you know, has had a couple husbands. Uh, there was an individual she got married to when I was, I don't know, like late 20s, right? I, I Okay, I know. I found out my mom had been married seven times. Oh, there that were, is something to find out. It's like, uh, Liz okay. Taylor, what you, were you going after the record or something? My mom had been married seven times to people I had no idea who they were. This was long oh, before I... something it, to it, find out. It was very interesting. Matter of fact... How did I, that make you feel, though? Um, I was... It's interesting because growing up, Maybe this is a, a guy thing, but I think maybe everybody does it. You have a tendency to put your mom up on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Now, I knew my mom wasn't perfect. Right. But I, but she was so cool, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I've shared with her, with everybody that, that she was a pilot and she yeah, flew private planes. Yeah, your mom planes. was a baddie. She like, was. Like, your mom was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, but briefly, I don't want to interrupt. No. But for people who don't know the pilot story, just like share that real quick about your mom. Um, yeah, she had a job. Uh, in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. uh, flying aircraft that had been manufactured from Milwaukee, sometimes to Chicago or from Chicago to Los Angeles. Yeah, that's how you know that's how airplanes get delivered, right? But back then, women didn't do that. No, as a matter so of fact, that is like the coolest to me. Yeah, as a matter of fact, on her all of her paperwork, her name was Margaret Ruth Van Alstyne, mm-hmm. and she signed everything M R Van Alstyne. And so nobody really knew, except for the immediate people she worked with, that she was a woman pilot. Wow. If the corporate execs had found out, she may have lost her job. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, yeah, she flew airplanes. She uh, tried out for the Olympic dive team and almost made it. She sang professionally with the USO and cut a couple albums, blah, 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 blah. Yes, mom was cool. Way <laughs> cooler than you. And and we have <laughs> what? Yeah, okay. I'm not going to argue that. Uh, but we have a tendency to put our mom up on a pedestal. Yeah. And hearing that there were some issues, that there yeah. were some things where it it kind of brought her off that pedestal, and it was hard to hear. But the thing is, is that our parents are real people. Mm-hmm. Our parents have had tough times. Our parents have had. Uh, times where they've struggled as to whether or not they were making the right decisions with the family. But it never, hearing all of the things that mom, good and bad, never changed the fact that I loved her with all my heart. Mm-hmm. The mistakes she made, the successes that that were there, didn't change how I felt about her. And it made me realize when talking with my wife after the visit with my brother about how we are parenting our daughter. There's a lot of things that we have been stressing over. Did we do this right? Did we put that, you know, did did we install this button in our kid that's <laughs> wrong? Because I know our parents installed it in us. Have we done? A lot of the stress that my wife and I were feeling about our quality of parenting over for our daughter, it's the worry 
it doesn't need to be there because I look at the mistakes in the life that my mom had, things that could generally you say, oh, I'm kind of disappointed in the person that you, I don't feel that. It's like, I understand the struggles that she had, but at no time was I like, oh, well, my mom wasn't a good mom. Never, never felt that. Mm-hmm. And I think we as parents have a tendency to put too much stress on ourselves. Oh my gosh, am I a good parent? Yeah. You're doing the very best that you can. You know, yeah. you're focusing on God to give you the direction and the guidance. Then you just keep doing your your day-to-day activity. Yeah. But it's just interesting when you when you find out things about your mom. It's like, uh, what? Yeah. It's 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 amazing. I I'm so glad that you brought that up because I think a lot of the times, especially as mothers, we think we break our kids. <laughs> we mm-hmm. think we have to have it all together. We think we have to figure it all out. And I know I was a young mom. I started so early. My first, I had my first baby when I was 22. And I know some people, um, some moms started younger than that. But for me, that was young. And I, I feel like there were so many mistakes I made. And I even look back now and I'm like, Goodness, I didn't even know what I was doing. I can remember to this day um, when my first son was born, my parents, like, they spoiled me. Hmm. They came. (laughs) (laughs) They stayed with me. They were only going to come for, first of all, let let me backtrack. My parents were divorced. They got divorced when I was a senior in high school. They taught me and my divorced husband how to do this divorce thing and still parent and be a family. I learned That's from them. Cool. People look at me and um, my ex and say, y'all are the poster kids for how to do this divorce parenting thing. No, my parents are because we learned how to do it from them. We have been able to be divorced for so long and still be a family because we learned from the best. Yeah. Because even though my parents were divorced, they still did everything for me and my sister as a team. And I, I learned from their example. And so I just wanted to just say that. But um, when my first son was born, my parents were divorced, but together they came and stayed with me and my husband. And they were only supposed to stay for three days. Which is long enough. Yeah. (laughs) They looked at my face and they were like, do you want us to stay longer? I said, please. They stayed for a week instead of three days. I remember watching their car pull out of the driveway and I looked at my baby. My husband went back to work and it was just me and my infant. I looked at him, he looked at me, and we both started crying. (laughs) I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, my parents left, and we were okay, but I just felt like I made so many mistakes. I didn't know what I was doing, really. And I still, like, my oldest is 22 years old, and I still feel like I make all kinds of mistakes. And I just feel like as parents— we don't have to have it all together because we serve a God who does. But right. I wish I would have figured that out a long time ago. It's... And I remember specifically thinking, and I'm glad you bring the pole pedestal thing up yeah. about your mom, because I remember, and I've told the story before, but I remember thinking my mom was the most amazing, perfect thing. Mm-hmm. 
until mm-hmm. she left me. She left me and my sister for a week one time. The nerve of her. And she left me with my dad. I mean, <laughs> my dad could not do anything. How old were you? I think I was like 12 okay. and my sister's five years younger. And I remember her, her talking to us. Me and my sister was eating breakfast and my dad was fixing the breakfast and she um, had her bags packed and everything. And she was like, I'm only going to be gone for a week. I'm going to go stay with your aunt. And my dad was like, we got this. My dad had taken a week off. He was mm-hmm. like, we got this. We're going to be good. We're going to have some fun. And we're going to go to the park. Mm-hmm. We're going to go out to eat every day. Yeah, and uh-huh. I remember my mom throwing him a look. And he was like, some days Just we're going to go out to eat. <laughs> but I was like, and I remember saying to my mom, but he doesn't know what to do. And she goes, he's your dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was heated. I was so mad at that woman. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, she wasn't perfect anymore because what mom leaves their kids? I get it. I was so mad at her. Yeah. I mean, the nerve of her to leave her kids with their capable father. Mm-hmm. And my dad was great. He really was. He did our hair. He took us Aww. to the park. He oh, took cool. us to the mall. He took us to buy clothes. I remember he even like... Took a like I remember my mom had written on a piece of paper like that me and my sister needed bras and stuff and him like recruiting my aunt to go because he was like why in the world would she make me take them to get bras <laughs> because <laughs> I know why I know yeah. and he had to take my aunt because he was like this just doesn't feel right and uh, so yeah. he took my aunt with like he did amazing it wasn't until later on that I realized my mom needed a mental break yeah. And she went with my aunt for a week because my mom never in her life had had a vacation Yeah, by herself. Yeah, She went to stay with my aunt for a week. Now, my mom had me when she was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. She got married to my dad really young. And she needed a mental break. Yeah, She went to stay with my aunt for a week because she just needed a break. And as adults, we get that. We yes. understand that. Back then, I just thought she was a horrible person. I <laughs> I went through a, a similar thing with my mom. Um, I mentioned she'd been married seven times. All mm-hmm. right, so husband number seven, I am at the time living about an hour away from her. Right, I didn't even know that she was thinking about getting married again. I knew she had somebody that she was dating, and I was cool with it. I yeah. liked the guy; that was fine. I came home from work one time. Keep in mind, we live an hour apart. I come from home, check the mail. There's a postcard in the mail. Hi, honey. Just wanted to let you know from my mom. Hi, just want to let you know that everything's good here. By the way, got married and I was wondering, blah, 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 blah. How's the weather, basically? And I read it again. Because it was that one line? Just one line. By the way, in got the married. Middle. Right. By the way, I got married, blah, 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 blah. Now, for somebody who's been down the aisle seven times, maybe it wasn't a big deal. And how old did you say you were? I was 26 or 27. <laughs> I went in the house, I picked up the phone, and I had a conversation. But it was at that point, it was like, what are you doing? And it started to dawn on me, hey, dude, your mom is a real person Yeah. who may or may not have a real good grip on relationships, okay? But it didn't change how much I loved her. 
changed. You know, it's like, okay, I'm not getting another wedding gift. Okay, this is it. This is, <laughs> That's what you this, thought about. <laughs> well, you know me. But it, it was one of those things where I began to realize she is a real person. Yeah. And it 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 was it was actually it was very beneficial for the relationship because instead of seeing her as this perfect person who could do no wrong and who was always just, you know, oh, perfect. <laughs> The relationship began to be where she and I could have real conversations about real things, understanding that, you know what? She's not always right. Yeah. That there are some things where we can discuss and be real about. And it actually strengthened our relationship. And sadly, my mom passed away from cancer probably about five to six years after that. Mm. It, it was It was the later stages of her life. But... From that point forward, we had a really good, strong relationship. Yeah, yeah. That's and that this is a whole nother thing. But I, even when we feel like our moms aren't perfect, I'm trying to wrap my mind around people like you. And so many others who don't even have moms here anymore. Yeah. This is my mom's first Mother's Day without her mom. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know how to love her through that. Like, I know how to love her, but I don't know what to say to her. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because right. I feel like there are no words. Like, even with, even with the feeling of, okay, my mom isn't this perfect person I thought she would, even though my mom's made any mistakes, you at least had a mom. Yeah. Yeah. But when your mom isn't even here, yeah, there's a big void. You know what I mean? So I miss her. I, I yeah, really miss her. Exactly. She never got a chance to meet my daughter. And yeah. that's, that hurts. that hurts. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm, trying to find the words for her. And my heart goes out to you and so many others who don't have their moms this Mother's Day. So um, that's what I'm trying to figure out how to love my mom through mm -hmm. this Mother's Day. And, you know, I miss my grandma. My grandma was so strong. She was the type who trusted God through Every single situation, every single storm in her life, even on her deathbed, she was smiling. And I, I am like, I love Jesus. I know he has a plan for my life. But and I am still working on my faith every single day. But I know my faith isn't as strong as hers is I work to, that's where I aspire to be. Mm -hmm. But even when she was getting ready to meet Jesus, she wasn't afraid. And she was still saying, he's got me. You know, like I want mm -hmm. a faith like that. Me too. I want a faith just like that. And when I, I, I to this day, I remember the doctors coming into her room telling her she was going to die, Oof. telling her, I'm sorry, Miss Thomas. There's nothing more we can do for you. And yeah. even one of her doctors um, is a was a Christian, and I remember him saying, "On this side of heaven, there's nothing more that can be done for you." And 
my mom and my aunt burst into tears. And she was like, why are y'all crying? She was like, everybody has to die. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, wow. I want that kind of strength. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also, and I know I'm all over the place, as usual, (laughs) if you listen to the Jesus Fix It podcast. But you think about Mary. Like, sometimes I sit, this is where my mind goes, y'all. Okay. Think about being like Mary. Right. Can you think about being Jesus' mama? Like, (laughs) seriously. You ever think about that? Like, you know how we judge people today. Right. Like, don't act like y'all don't judge nobody. Okay? We we are some believers, but sometimes we be Mm. judging. Well, come on. And you know where my mind goes? Mm -hmm. It's like, she ever discipline him? Okay. Do you ever have to, like, Jesus, I told you. Jesus, I told I have, you to pick that up. And if you don't. Why Why is your sandal on the floor again? Yeah. Okay, but no, but seriously. I told you to clean your room. Nah, see, I'm not telling see? Jesus what to do. No, I'm just like, okay, no. But she was mom. No, okay, but look. No. She was mom. But seriously, where I'm going with this is. Please can you, bring it back. Can you imagine, like, just rolling up pregnant and everybody looking at you judging like yeah right okay uh-huh. like you are um miraculous yeah okay okay mhm yeah, okay and then your husband like mhm yeah like i'm seriously though i know i know and, and it was, the ridicule and the faith she had to have. It was the same then as it would be now. It's just yes. not on social media then. Right. But it's the exact the same strength, in the in the community. The strength and courage she had to have. But then watching her son go through what he had to go through. Like, can no. you imagine? No. And so for anyone, not just Mary, but just like, Women in general, for anyone to say that a mother is not strong, courageous, brave, being, look, momming ain't easy all the way back from Mary to current time. Being a mother isn't easy. So like any moms today, like I don't care if you are a single mom, a stepmom, a bonus mom. We all need to stick together, whether you are a working mom, a stay-at-home mom. Stick together. If you know a struggling mom, lend a helping hand. We are called to be here for one another. And on this Mother's Day coming up, let us thank God for our mothers and those who have played the role of moms and just thank God and just know that anybody who is a single mom, especially if you have Jesus, you are not raising your kids alone. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. The Jesus Fix It podcast is brought to you by Mardell Christian Education stores, which provide a vast selection of faith-based products and supplies for both classroom and homeschool teachers. You can find Mardell exclusive brands in their education, church supply, and gift departments, you know, like Renewing Minds and The Brainery. Toys for the kiddos, from Melissa and Doug, science and craft activity kits, they're all 30% off. And you can view their weekly ad and what's on sale anytime you like by simply downloading the Mardell app. Navigating life as a mom or a dad in a blended family can be a real challenge. 
But working together with God's help, there are strategies that work and ideas to cope. Blended is a podcast hosted by dad and pastor Derek Withrow, designed as real help for the 40% of families with kids from a previous marriage. Make it your next download on Apple, Google, or wherever you listen.